Hello, homeschool friends, and welcome to this episode of the Homeschool High School Podcast from SevenSistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. I'm Sabrina, and this morning I'm here with Vicki, and we're going to talk about digital learning options for homeschool high school. Which is the thing to do these it days. It is the thing to do. It sounds really cool when you and say we, it, too. We're, we're digitally optioning. Yes, <laughs> we are. Absolutely. And this is definitely the thing to do today. Why? Because it's cool. It's cool. <laughs> because these options are there and they didn't used to be. Yeah, actually, when we're homeschooling high school, we're more like resource managers and less like Ooh. direct instructors. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Explain that a little bit more because for some folks who are not as abstract in their thought, that's a really important concept that maybe we should break out a little bit. Yeah. Resource managers. What does this mean? Yeah, because hopefully as kids go through high school, more and more they're able to direct themselves. So they do not need us to sit down and say, we are going to read this text together. You might need help with math or understanding stoichiometry or something like that. But hopefully more and more they're just educating themselves and with our job then not needing to teach we're mostly gathering the best resources that we can get and making them available to our teens so that they can do their education excellent and then providing some sort of accountability somewhere absolutely they are learning to manage themselves with a bit of a safety net to keep them on track and yeah because there's always, when they're adulting, some accountability built in, like bosses or college professors with grades. So, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. we're still the accountability people for them. Excellent. All right. So, if you're thinking of yourself as sort of a resource manager for your kids' high school education, and you see yourself um, planning the next year, and you're thinking about the different academic courses. And some of them, oh, you absolutely know what you're going to do because you love this and your kid loves this and your co-op loves this and your friends love this. But then there's those courses that you look at and say, wow, it's time to do that course. And I don't know how we're going to do that course. Yeah. Yeah. So how do you get off the launching pad to even figure out your resource options? So in, in our digital world, we can start very basic. So if it's a if it's a interesting that was bad grammar, an interesting <laughs> course to the kids, something that they can just get a workbook or a textbook and launch in and have their own adventures. Or you could be there for a little supervising. You can do a digital textbook with them so that it's not just your traditional Oh, here's your hardcover textbook. Mm -hmm. A little more interesting, a little more interactive. Mm -hmm. So like Seven Sisters Homeschool curriculum. Which does indeed happen to be digital. Yeah, ebook and a couple of different kinds of ebooks because... For folks who haven't used much of the way of ebooks, uh, you, you're thinking of probably a Kindle or a Nook or a, some e-reader, a dedicated e-reader, mm-hmm. and you download books on it and you read them. Mm-hmm. And instead of turning pages, you click yeah. to turn the page. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But then there's this whole editable or fillable PDF thing, yeah. which is what we have now at Seven Sisters for almost all of our titles, because we have been um, taking our original titles and making them editable and releasing them as new editions. Um, In fact, if you purchased some of our literature study guides years ago and you can't type your answers in, 
you can now. And all you have to do is send an email to info at sevensistershomeschool.com and tell us the titles that you have. And we'll search the sales log and find your receipt and send you the new editable, fillable PDF version for free. At no charge. No charge at all. No charge at all. The cool thing about an editable textbook or workbook is the kids can do everything right on their laptop. Yep. They type their answers in and then you have for a lot of the things a separate answer key so they can show you their laptop you can scroll through Um, but they don't have to mess with the answer key and Mm -hmm. they don't have to print anything up unless y'all just like that better. Yeah if you like paper you can still print them in the in the editable PDF format. They still mm-hmm. print the same way and you can put the pages in a three ring binder and you can write things out with a pencil if that makes you happy. It's editable with pen and ink. <laughs> <laughs> it, is. it is. If you are um, trying to work off of multiple devices in your house too, mm-hmm. if mom has her computer and students have theirs, you can save the ebook with your answers in it. Just change the file name and, and it will save that mm-hmm, way. Mm-hmm. And you can email it to mom as an attachment. You can upload it to the cloud. You can do whatever you want to do with it. And it makes it very easily accessible. So you can, mom can grade things wherever she is. Mm-hmm. The kids can work on their schoolwork if they have their laptop with them and they're spending the week with grandma. So, yep. yep. Um, then in addition to that, there are ebook curriculum options that are truly interactive. And we have one of those at Seven Sisters, which is our Financial Literacy from a Christian Perspective by Sarah Hibbard Hayes, which is also one of our most popular titles. It certainly is. People are using that one all the time. Yeah, the cool thing about that one is besides the instruction component, there's a research component. Not like the kids are doing a research paper. Instead, she has um, like, go look this up, you know, use your Google skills. Mm -hmm. So there's interactive, like explore this, make your own financial plan. So my my youngest did that interactive course Mm -hmm. years ago. And he is in college now and still manages his budget and he has his lifetime financial plan as, as much as a you know young sure. person can um, but those are skills that he learned really well because he was interacting through the process right. well and there are lots of and we know this as, as homeschool moms in the digital age there are lots of fantastic websites with free games and simulations mm-hmm. and all that kind of stuff and when we have oodles and oodles of time to go searching for these things and putting together a course, ooh, we get all excited about it. We yeah. find them and say, oh, did you see the thing on the such and such and such yeah. .gov site where you can, you know. And that's great until you don't have the time to find those resources. Mm-hmm. And then if you have an interactive ebook text, you have those links right there. It's right there. And your yeah. kid is working through the instructional material in their lesson and then they click the link to go to the suchandsuch.gov site and work through the simulation Mm -hmm. and it's done for you. Yeah. 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 It's fine. It's a way to be a smart resource manager because you might not always have time to do all of the resource finding yourself and you can manage resources that other folks have found. Because we don't have more than 24 hours in a day and some of them are needed for other things besides gathering resources. Indeed. I think napping is a good use of some of those 24 hours. <laughs> oh. oh, I have goals and dreams in yeah. life. Napping is one of my goals it's, and dreams. It's, it's, it's waiting around the bend at retirement one That's of these right. days. That's right. It'll come. 
All right, so that's sort of an overview of ebook mm -hmm. uh, digital learning options. How about online classes? Yeah, that's beautiful. That, that didn't exist yeah. for us in the early days of homeschooling Can you imagine? high school. Yeah. Mm. So there's so many homeschoolers that we talk to in, through Seven Sisters Homeschool, and they'll ask us questions like, we're not anywhere near a co-op. You know, mm -hmm. we live 50 miles out in the boonies. And how do we get some kind of group experiences for our kids? So yeah, at Seven Sisters right now, we're not running any courses, but we have so many friends who do. Mm -hmm. And do a great job. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network, mm -hmm. where we are right now. Absolutely. Our friend Mr. D does classes online with math, for goodness sake. And mm -hmm. most of us would have loved to have our kids yes. do a math class. Yeah. yeah, I mean, let, let, let's admit it. We all, if we are being honest, have some subject area mm -hmm. for high school where we just don't feel super confident. Mm -hmm. Even if we are intelligent, well-adjusted, mm -hmm. go-getter types of people, there, there's things that you just don't really get yeah. as well as other things. And when you can find a teacher who is um, very knowledgeable and enthusiastic about sharing that with mm -hmm. young people, mm -hmm. that is... Priceless. Priceless. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So there we have uh, a lot of friends who have done courses through Kerclick, mm -hmm. which has a wide variety of courses. And we're not affiliates with any of these guys. We just like them. If you're looking for Kerclick, that's C-U-R-R, -R, like the beginning of curriculum, Kerclick, because you click and there you are. So it's kerclick.com. So it's adorable. <laughs> but it sounds weird when you just say it. People yeah, might not like, know how to like search what? for it. Yeah. So. And then there's more high-powered courses. So if the kids need some AP-level work and you don't have the certification to do AP because yeah, most people you, don't. Yeah, because you can't just do something and call it AP, right? right? There's yeah. rules for the universe about that. Yeah, you have to get permission from college board. So you have to submit your curriculum and all that. So um, you can get AP courses through um, groups like the Potter School, some of our kids mm -hmm. have done. And uh, Pennsylvania Homeschoolers, P PA Homeschoolers okay. has some good ones. So there's a number of, of good schools that do the AP level courses that are online. So if you register for something like this and you pay your fees and then your kid is taking this course, what does that actually look like in your homeschool? Different schools do it different ways. A lot of times what they're doing is the, the teacher is presenting live right at that minute into her camera. So like when I've taught courses live, um, you are filming right from your computer and the kids through like a, Adobe Classroom or one of those setups, Moodle Classrooms, um, the, the kids are watching you at that minute and you can show them PowerPoints mm -hmm. and videos and it has a chat box so the students can interact with me and they can also interact with each other. And the teacher sets all of that up. So sometimes the teacher mutes the student's ability to talk to one another because they get it, chatty. Yeah, yes. they're getting a little too chatty. And there are different um, the different ones of the software platforms mm -hmm. allow them to raise their hand or to submit. They, they can even do presentations sometimes of right. their own. So they will have created a presentation that then they're given the access to now they show their PowerPoint and doing. So it's it's really remarkable mm -hmm. how much of a, a rich classroom experience you can have in a virtual environment. Yeah. And my, my oldest son teaches for Stanford University's 
online homeschool program that they have kind of very, very like the high end kids, you know, that are already you know, doing college level research in mm-hmm. high school. And uh, they, he loves that because the kids do their presentations. Uh, so it's just like a real classroom, only he has kids from all around the world mm-hmm. participating. Mm-hmm. Now it limits you because you have to be available at that time. Mm-hmm. And if you're not there, you missed class. Just mm-hmm. like if you had enrolled in a brick and mortar right. classroom. Yeah. 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 And so that is tougher for some people who like to keep things very relaxed and flexible or who mm-hmm. travel a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it also provides wonderful accountability if you have a teen that maybe needs a little bit of a nudge in that direction yeah. to know that they have to be ready for class yeah. at this time. Yeah. One of our homeschoolers that uh, we supervised over the years, this is, oh golly, some years back, was doing one of the group classes. And um, I think it was PA homeschoolers. Anyway, one of the schools. And they actually had a like class reunion. And all the kids that were driving distance came to this no little like a picnic. Way. I'm not kidding. And uh, the kids all met each other. They'd all been talking to each other, you know, for as long as they've been doing the classes together. And uh, so when they met face to face, one of our, our young men met the one of the young ladies and they just like in an instant fell in love. I'm like, Aww. they are married now. Aww. Isn't that the sweetest story? That's adorable. Yeah. So you just never yeah. know what will you happen. You never know what could happen in a virtual classroom. <laughs> <laughs> not exactly the purpose of well, it, but no. it's, it, it's, it was <laughs> not really, adorable. But... Yes. Well, and this is also practice for college because like you said, your oldest son is teaching and that mm-hmm. is for a homeschool group. But a lot of colleges do this now for a college lot, courses. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so. a lot of them are online. Now, the ones in colleges very often are recorded, and you can get also lots of opportunities for recorded classes. So you're going at your own pace at your own time. Mm-hmm. So like our friend Gina, who has music in our homeschool, mm-hmm. does these fabulous music appreciation courses. I yes. like amazing. Yeah. And it's go at your own pace. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and they are top shelf, and you're getting excellent instruction and excellent homework and activities, but you don't have to show up at this time right. or that time. And the only thing that you're missing there is the interaction with other students. Right, so you don't get that part, but you do get your own time. And it, then it puts it back on mom to make sure that mm. the work is happening. But moms are always, the buck stops here. So So true. Yeah, did anybody tell you that when you were pregnant with your first kid? By the way... From now on, for the rest of your life, the buck stops here. <laughs> Maybe it's good that we don't tell people no, that when they're pregnant with their, too with much their first. It's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot of responsibility. Um, okay, so how about um, how about a mom who wants the instruction in an academic area, but also needs the grading done, and says, please don't ask me any questions from your calculus class because I will not be able to answer any of them. So you're going to need an instructor that you can talk to also. Yeah, so that... Like outside of class time, not just in the chat box during the class meeting. Right, so that takes some research. And there are classes, the live classes that are like that, where they grade your papers, they score your math tests, uh, and that you have to look in the course descriptions, like how much responsibility is the instructor going to take? So reading the the materials, the, the course descriptions um, is really important. So you don't assume. Most of the time, the instructors are not grading anything mm-hmm. the parents are. Mm-hmm. But there are courses where 
um, they will be grading, or you can pay a little extra for the option. I was going to say, frequently, if that is offered, it is offered a la carte, and you pay extra for it, because right. many of them are not that way, and people tend to assume, no, I really mm. just want the instruction. Yeah. I don't want to have to pay for this. Yeah. Now, I have, I have had some friends who have um, made good use of some writing courses for their kid who was a really, really good writer mm-hmm. who wanted to go on to pursue something with writing journalism or something like that, where the parent was not a very good writer. And by the time they got to upperclassmen years, they said, mm-hmm. I really want them getting not just grading from yeah, some of this, but yeah. the feedback that you get yes. on writing. Yeah. And um, it can cost a little bit, but if you have a kid who is heading in that direction for a career, it's worth it. Yeah, especially college-bound kids. Mm-hmm. You want to send them off college ready, and if um, you're a parent that doesn't feel comfortable, I mean, one way to start is with Grammarly, because mm-hmm. again, we're not affiliates for anybody, nope. these are just Why things not? we've used, and you can run your papers through Grammarly, and they will give tips on the grammar and right. punctuation, all those things. But if you have somebody that has some expertise and does the grading as part of the course or the a la carte, it does take some burden off the mom and... Um, make sure that kid is college ready. Mm-hmm. Excellent. All right, so I hear about MOOCs. What are MOOCs? Isn't and that the funniest word in the world? M-O-O-C dot org. Like you can say, oh, I'm taking a MOOC. I'm right taking now. a MOOC. Yes. yes, I'm taking a MOOC this spring. And um, yeah, so MOOC stands for Massive Open Online Course, which even the name is adorable. Massive. Yeah, I mean, massive. I think it starts with massive. Yeah. It's just fun. <laughs> So MOOCs are new to me. You know more about them. I love MOOCs. So I found out about MOOCs years ago when I went to one of the universities for their uh, admissions advisor day where they met with the guidance counselors. And they were explaining how rich the MOOCs are for high schoolers. So what it is is the various colleges will give these free actual college courses out there in the public, anybody can take these courses. So it's not for credit, it's for information. But for homeschoolers, it's a wonderful option because you can, by syllabus and logging hours, get your high school credit. Wow. And get like courses from MIT. And uh, I I just finished recently a course from um, University of California like if I had paid out of my pocket oh my. for this course, right. and I did not need college credit, I just you wanted the information. Yeah. Okay, so wait, so you say you're getting the course, so you're getting the the lectures and such. Are you also then getting assignments that go along with that, or are you just getting the information? It's uh-huh. like I'm thinking back to, um, again, not an affiliate, but we used a fair amount of the great courses, yeah, uh, DVD and audio stuff on different yes. quirky topics that mm-hmm. we wanted to hear from somebody who really knew a lot about. Yeah. Um, and there were no assignments that went along with that. We were simply listening to or watching the lectures. Yeah, so Great Courses is a, a good thing for logging hours. Like if you're logging hours and you want some specific information and you're paying for that. And with the, the MOOCs, you're not paying. But they are not okay. giving you assignments or tests. Okay. You're just getting the information. So okay. you're responsible for digesting that yourself. With the MOOCs, a lot of times you can pay a little bit and then they will actually give some exams and score them and then when you pass those you get a certificate cool and so i have done that just because it's because you're a geek <laughs> it's because you're a geek i we want a certificate <laughs> Yes, yeah, so we're building a portfolio for Vicky of all of her grown-up 
work. Which matters <laughs> not at all. But, but isn't it rewarding? It feels good to see a little yes. piece of paper. And it didn't cost very much. Right. It was really, really cheap. Right. So the um, the if you look under MOOC, when you Google, you can get all kinds of lists of the universities that are doing that. My favorite resource is edX. It's E-D-X. Okay. And uh, just because it has the courses that I like. Okay. But there's um, Coursera, and I can't even remember all of them, but there's Google is there. Google yeah. M-O-O-C, or go to moc.org and look at all the offerings. Yeah. yeah. Cool. So maybe if you're doing something like that, um, you would also want to consider if you have some way to co-op or even to virtually co-op with some other people, who because you can find some really neat niche interest things yes. to do with that, and then maybe... Do some field trips that grow out of it or um, write your research paper tied to that topic or yeah. and, and create some other experiences then that, that fill yeah. out that portfolio and so transcript. You, your kids and Kim's kids did mm-hmm. some physical fit. We what did. did yeah, we did um, um, fitness physiology mm-hmm. and we did um, nutrition through the great courses and um, we did it in a small co-op. We had uh, one, two, three, four, five kids. Mm-hmm. And we would meet and watch, and it was really fun. It was really fun. But then we did have, we the moms had to then come up with, okay, we want you to write papers on this. We want you to do this activity. Right. We want you to log hours doing, you know, this type of experiment. Um, because they needed to get enough hours in to earn their, their Carnegie credit. Exactly. So. We were trying to get to that 135 hours plus another 30 hours mm-hmm. of lab because it was, it was fitness science. physiology. So, yeah. yeah. And then the kids can also do online, sometimes dual credit courses, like from a university, pay for the full tuition and get college credit if they pass the course. So Mm -hmm. some of um, a a number of the colleges do that now. The thing you want to check is, is your kid ready for that? Mm -hmm. Because if they're not in there ready to do full college level work and really work it, and th- then they get in there and they you know, mess around or they're overwhelmed or they're not pacing themselves and end up with the C on the course. Yeah. That goes with them on their transcript right. all the way That's through college. college. Yep. So, um, you know, don't go pay the big bucks for a, um, a dual credit course. Unless you're sure that it's a good fit for your right. homeschool because there's not one right way. Right. Um, school, high school. So it's it's a good thing if your kid's ready. And, um, and, and you, you know, factor to. in those two things, because you, you, you mentioned it, but I'm just going to shine a light on it. They need to be ready for college-level work. They're also going to be doing it at a college pace. Yes. And if they are not accustomed to pacing themselves that mm-hmm. way, a lot of our high school kids are good students and are mm-hmm. ready for college-level material, mm-hmm. but paced differently. Right. Yeah. And um, yeah, you want to you want to think it through. Yeah, it's, so. it's a big investment and it will stay with them. And some some of the courses transfer to other universities and some don't. Again, so, read the descriptions read carefully. The Ask questions if you are yeah. not sure before you pay. The key to the digital world is the resource manager being the mom has to read the descriptions. And if she's not sure before she forks out any money or obligates time, ask questions. Mm-hmm. 
because you want to make sure that you're, as a resource manager, you know what you're doing. Right. So asking questions ahead of time is a great idea. Get it everything is. clarified. It's good modeling for your mm-hmm. kids, too, yep. because yep. you're equipping them with life skills if they realize yeah. that they should ask questions yeah. before they commit to something. I've never outgrown asking for, like, <laughs> what does this mean? I don't understand. Yes. Sometimes I say, talk to me like I'm four. Yes. Use very small words. <laughs> <laughs> and that's okay. It's okay. If that's what it takes to get the information you need to make a good decision yes so there you go lots and lots of digital learning options for homeschool high school and if you have questions (laughs) about seven sisters ebook curriculum please email us at info at seven sisters homeschool.com and we will try to get you the information you need even if we must use very small words we will still love you and be glad that you reached out we're good at small words we we talk to each other in small words all the time yes (laughs) we do and here's another small word itunes That's a very small word. It's a very small word, but it has lots of stars available there. Mm -hmm. And if you like what you're hearing on the Homeschool High School podcast, we would so appreciate it if you would leave us um, a little rating of Mm -hmm. of five stars and a little review on iTunes, because that will help other homeschooling high school families find our podcast. Awesome. All right. Thanks for being here. We will see you next time. This has been... The Homeschool High School Podcast from 7SistersHomeschool.com, brought to you by the Ultimate Homeschool Radio Network. Mm -hmm.